morning and welcome to Mornings with Yvette de Conservarique and thank you for sharing your Monday morning with me. I want to thank all those that tuned in last Sunday and watched or listened my program. I really, really appreciate you and thank you for being here today. We're going to talk about two topics today. Uh, the first topic is Joe Biden's sexual assault accusations. And the second topic is uh, Florida Governor's Ron DeSantis press conference that he had uh, this week in reference to starting to reopen uh, Florida. So tomorrow, May 4th, Monday, May 4th, we're going to be starting uh, what he called Phase One. So let's go back to uh, Joe Biden's sexual assault accusations. Uh, first of all, I want to make sure that everybody understands what a sexual assault is. And the definition of sexual assault is an act in which a person intentionally sexually touches another person without that person's consent or coerces or physically forces a person to engage in a sexual act against their will. If you tuned in last Sunday... You know, I shared my story. I am a survivor of sexual assault. When I was going to college in Puerto Rico, I was sexually assaulted by a so-called friend. Fortunately, I was able to get away without any consequences. But... The guy tried to rape me, and I was scared. And I thank God every day that I was able to get away from that situation without any harm or consequences. I share with you that years went by, and I forgave the guy that sexually assaulted me. He did write a letter to me apologizing and I decided long ago that I would forgive him because living with uh, bitterness in your heart makes you bitter and miserable and I didn't want to live like that. So we know that Tara Reid uh, was a staffer for Joe Biden. And she claims that she was sexually assaulted by the then-Senator Joe Biden. At the time, uh, this is 1993, he had been in the Senate for 20 years, and he was chairman of the Senate Judiciary Committee. Um, in 2019, in the spring of 2019, when he expressed his um, interest in running for president, we know that a lot of women came out and shared stories of um, him uh, not behaving appropriately and accused him of uh, sexual harassment. And Tara Reid is one of those women. Uh, she accuses him of um, sexual assault. Um, so the reason why I want to talk about uh, this particular case is because uh, in the last, I'm going to say, week, uh, we, you know, I haven't seen much of it in the media or much of it in social media or 
much of um, Democrat elected officials talking about it. And in contrast with uh, what Judge Kavanaugh went through when he was accused, uh, it's really like, oh my God, what is going on here? Um, as we all know, that Me Too movement is a joke. Uh, it's not really about women. Uh, I know as a woman, I don't want to be treated like a man. I just want to be treated fairly. I want to be given the same opportunities. But I definitely don't want to be treated like a man. I still like uh, men to uh, open car door for me, pull out the chair when we go out to dinner, uh, buy me a drink, uh, cook for me, um, and different things. Uh, women like me, which is I think most women, uh, we just want to be treated fairly and be offered the same opportunities as men. But I, we don't want to be treated like a guy. Uh, so Going back to the case, uh, the media has been unfair in the way that has treated the accusations. Uh, I want to make sure that you know I'm not accusing or saying that Joe Biden is guilty because, first of all, I wasn't there, uh, so I can't say one way or the other. Uh, all we can do is uh, wait for the facts to come out. Uh, listen to both sides because as you know in this country world we are all innocent until proven guilty and that means all are innocent all of us are innocent until proven guilty we have that right in this country so it's important to know that we need to listen to the accuser we need to listen to her story we need to Uh, find uh, the facts. We need to uh, hear uh, what she has to say. Um, hopefully she, you know, as of right now, she has uh, some proof of things that she says happened. Um, on the other hand, we know uh, Joe Biden has uh, categorically denied that anything happened. Uh, so he also needs to be Uh, heard, and he also has the right to defend himself. So the reason uh, why I wanted to talk about this today, it's because I want you to see how unfairly uh, two women who say they were sexually assaulted have been treated. And also two men that have been accused of sexual assault how unfairly one of them was treated, but the other one, nobody wants to talk about. And I even go further. Even after this uh, accusation came out, some of members of the Democrat Party endorsed the guy without even knowing if it's, it's true or not. Um, instead of waiting for the facts, instead of waiting uh, to see... Um, if any of what she was saying was true. And in this country, we all need to be treated equally. Justice is for all, not for some. And it shouldn't be uh, related to what party you belong to or 
what color you are, what social class you are, or anything like that. Because when it comes to justice, justice should be blind. Because we all deserve the same justice. And in this country, you have that right. So uh, we're going to wait and see what happens uh, with this case. We're going to be paying attention. Uh, we'll probably talk a little bit more uh, some other time. Um, but I wanted to uh, just mention it today and, and tell you how I feel about it. Uh, you can share uh, with me your feelings or what you're thinking. I mean, it's important we all uh, talk about things and, and share um, our opinions and respect uh, everybody's opinions. We're all not going to agree all the time, but having conversations, it's great. It's a great way to um, kind of talk about things and get them out there and see what other are thinking and and come up with your own conclusions after uh, finding all the facts and doing your research. So I'm sure we're going to hear a little bit more about this case in the future. And it's important to know that uh, we need to care about sexual assault survivors. Uh, we need to listen to them. Uh, we need to uh, make sure that uh, we don't uh, make them feel that they can't uh, tell their story because we're not going to believe it. Uh, on the other hand, uh, just because someone says something doesn't mean it's the truth. But we need to listen to them because those of us that are out here, um, that we survived um, this horrible horrible situation that um, in reality is scarred us for the rest of our lives because you never forget it. You never forget that day. Um, you may not recall a lot of uh, details, but you don't forget that day and you don't forget um, the face of um, the man that that tried to harm you. So um, we're going to continue to pay attention to the case and uh, see where it goes. And this has nothing to do with political parties or anything like that. Uh, we should all be treated equally. And Joe Biden, uh, it's innocent until proven guilty. So we'll be following this case closely. Okay, next we're going to talk about uh, Governor Ron DeSantis' press conference. So I have to be honest with you. I was a little disappointed with the governor. Uh, first of all, I want to tell you, I'm not a blind lo loyalist. Um, I believe uh, that we should all... Um, uh, listen to what our elected officials say and when we disagree with them we we should voice our opinion and um, um, see how we feel and say it and um, and I think it's important that we do that we we cannot blindly um, just follow what people say if you don't believe in that you say it doesn't mean that you don't I don't approve of what the governor has been doing in Florida what it means is that I just don't agree with the way he's going about it and I'm just voicing my opinion so we all know that Governor DeSantis' plan um, will start Monday, May 4th, and uh, he is going to start with his so-called Phase 1. So what is Phase 1? So Phase 1, in, uh, in the plan that the governor has, it says that schools are going to be kept closed and we're going to keep doing the distance learning, which, by the way, I have to tell you, homeschooling. I, I knew there was always a reason why I sent my kids to school. 
I don't think, I mean, in my opinion, I don't think uh, teachers and the school system was prepared for virtual learning. Um, I have two sons, one is in high school and one is in middle school. And although the high schooler is doing great with the homeschooling, uh, my seventh grader, we just, um, he doesn't seem to be comfortable with it. And I think part of the problem is that the school was not, I think the school has made it more difficult uh, because you have to go to the, he has like eight different classes and he needs to go to like all kinds of uh, sites and stuff to get the information. And um, so it's been a little difficult. So I feel for all those parents that are not homeschoolers and um I mean, it's been really tough for us. So, um, and like everything, I, you know, some kids are meant to be homeschooled and others are meant to go to school. I, I know for a fact my seventh grader is meant to go to school. So I'm really looking forward to uh, next semester when schools uh, reopen. In the meantime, we're going to have to finish out you know, virtually. Okay, so uh, in the plan also, uh, visitors to the senior living facilities are still prohibited. Um, we are able to uh, resume elective surgeries. Restaurants may offer outdoor seating with six feet of space between tables. And indoor seating at restaurants must be at 25% capacity. There's no change for bars, gyms, and personal services like hairdressers, uh, nail salons, etc. Um, he recommends that all those that ha are vulnerable uh, should still avoid close contact with people outside the home. Uh, also, everyone should maximize uh, physical distance uh, from others while in public. Um, we are still going to avoid socializing in groups of more than 10 people in circumstances that do not hold, um, do not readily allow for physical distancing. Um, so uh, uh, face masks are recommended uh, for those that are uh, doing face-to-face -face interactions and where you can't uh, actually social distance. Also, according to the plan, essential business guidance will continue, meaning if the business was essential before, uh, whatever they were doing is basically still fine and it's still the same. Uh, libraries and museums can also open at 25% uh, capacity with local government approval. We have to remember that we have been, at least Florida residents, because I'm talking about Florida now, we have been under a statewide safer at home order since April 2nd. It has been 30 days. 30 days of social distancing, 30 days of isolation, 30 days of some not getting a paycheck. And this is extremely sad. Uh, by the way, this phase one does not apply in Florida to every county. Uh, Palm Beach, Miami-Dade, and Broward counties are still um, under the old uh, order of stay at home and did not qualify for phase one. So those three counties I, are still um, the same, no changes there. 
Uh, why do I want to talk about um, this today? Well, there's a few issues. Number one, I want to talk about uh, social media and some of the things that I was accused when I uh, voiced my opinion about disagreeing with the way the governor um, uh, handled uh, the phase one. So I was accused of being a Democrat. I was accused of being uh, insensitive. I was accused of um, uh, trying to uh, harm others, selfish. And um, also I was told to go back to Puerto Rico <laughs> because if I wasn't happy here, then I should go back. I want to say it's not that I'm happy here. I am extremely happy in Florida. I love the state. And like I said before, I love our governor. Just because I love our governor and the way that um, he does things doesn't mean that I have to agree with everything he says. I am not a blind loyalist and I will voice my opinion when I disagree with something. And we should all do that. You shouldn't, you shouldn't just keep your opinions to yourself if, if you don't agree with something you you say it there's nothing wrong with that it doesn't mean that i'm not gonna vote for the guy it doesn't mean that i hate the guy it doesn't mean that i don't think he's doing a good job i think he's doing a great job in florida it just happens to be in this matter i did not agree with the guy so i just voiced my opinion my opinion on my social media uh page or facebook page to be more specific and then i was attacked for it i mean i was even attacked by fellow Puerto Ricans. I mean, they call me all kinds of names. Um, and, you know, I'm not going to go into details now, but it's very disappointing that people uh, will disrespect you just because you voiced your opinion, which we have that right. Um, let's not forget that there's a First Amendment right. And just like I had the right to disagree with him, I'm sure these people have the right to comment, but I just don't think there's need to disrespect anyone just because we disagree with something. And I also believe that uh, disagreeing with the governor doesn't mean that I'm not going to support uh, what he's been doing in Florida because I think he's done a great job. Um, I also wanted to mention that the organization that I uh, belong to, the Republican National Hispanic Assembly, joining with Make America Work Again, uh, they had a March in Tallahassee uh, yesterday, uh, Saturday, and from 2 to 5. Um, some people drove 11 hours to get there. And it wasn't uh, a protest or um, saying that the governor is doing a bad job or that we hate the governor. or It, it wasn't like that. It was an, a non-political uh, march. And it was just because we felt the need of telling the governor how we felt and that we think that everyone has the right to earn a living to support their families and when you uh, you know haven't been able to earn a paycheck for 30 days it's very difficult i mean the consequences of somebody not working are I'm terrible and at this time we can't even measure what the consequences are going to be because It's going to be after we get out of this and after we reopen uh, each state and we reopen the country, uh, later, no, later on, we're going to see um, how people are going to uh, react to things. I mean, there's people that haven't received anything. I mean, 
even unemployment. I they haven't re they haven't been able to earn a living. They haven't been able to pay their bills, and to add uh, more stress to that, now we have our kids at home. So now you have to homeschool, and then those that are able to work, because like some of us, um, I've been one of the lucky ones that was able to stay open because my business is considered essential. Um, I was able to, you know, keep my 49 employees working. Um, you know, I have a business to run and then I have my kids to homeschool. So that's added stress. Uh, we all know sexual, um, um, I mean, domestic violence has, uh, the numbers have gone up. Uh, child abuse cases, I'm pretty sure will go up. Uh, crime has gone up. Um, substance abuse. Um, I mean, we're going to depression, uh, mental health issues, uh, homelessness, because, you know, right now they're telling you, oh yeah, you know, you don't need to pay your mortgage, but you know, maybe a couple months, three months from now, you know, those banks are going to want their money. So what's going to happen with those people can't pay. Um, some people might not even be able to survive some business owners. They're probably going to have to close their doors because uh, they're not going to be able to survive this. So there were many issues um, of why we didn't agree with um, the way the governor uh, did his phase one. And it's also based on the numbers that we had in Florida. I mean, in my opinion, uh, Florida qualified for a first two, uh, phase two uh, opening. Um, so we should have been able to open in phase two. I am hoping that the governor will review um, his plan and maybe uh, change his mind and allow uh, other non-essential businesses like hair salons and nail salons to open because actually um, on Saturday, he visited Orlando. He met with um, some salon owners and um, they were discussing the different measures that they have taken to ensure the safety of the customers. Uh, so hopefully uh, this visit uh, and this discussion with those business owners uh, will allow him to rethink uh, phase one and include uh, those in, um, and allowing them to go back and open and allow people to go back to work. As you can see, <laughs> my hair, I mean, whoever said nail salons and hair salons are non-essential, I don't know what they were thinking, but you can see here, I mean, uh, my nails look terrible, my hair looks terrible, but this goes beyond our physical appearance. It goes to the fact that those people are not earning a living and, and are suffering uh, because now they can't support their families, they can't pay their bills, and it's a really, really sad situation that we shouldn't be going... Um, uh, we shouldn't be delaying this anymore. We've had 30 days already. We did what we had to do. And now it's time to uh, go back to work. Now it's time to let people go earn a living. Uh, we have that right. And uh, we have done our part. So I hope the governor, which is something, somebody that I, I think it's done a fantastic job in my state of Florida, um, rethinks, reevaluates, and in a few days allows uh, those uh, people to uh, open their businesses and go back to work. Um, what can I say? We're all in, we are all in this together, and 
I do believe that we're, we're gonna come out of this stronger. We're Americans and we're strong. And we're gonna look back and see that sometimes things like this are necessary so we can really um, uh, realize and uh, see the the things that are really important in life and because sometimes I feel like we take our freedom for granted and we never thought that socialism could be in this country ever at least I I never did um, we all know what happened to Venezuela that was in, in the 90s I mean it, it wasn't that far back uh, that one of the most uh, rich countries in the world um, became what it is today where people starve to death um, and it's just horrible and we never thought that that could be happening here but we got a little taste of socialism throughout this COVID-19 uh, stay-at-home orders I mean we couldn't find toilet paper paper towels uh, forget about cleaning supplies I mean there's still I, I haven't been able to find uh, many of them. I've learned to uh, kind of make my own solutions um, uh, just to get by until we can get some, but I'm sure I'm not the only one. Uh, I also, I have to say, I'm one person, I'm, I'm someone that uh, always look at the positive. And I think the positive is that, you know, I got to spend time with my family, with my kids, and think about those things that are really important in life and I'm sure we have learned many lessons for, from this and I'm sure that socialism is one thing that we do not want in this country so it's it's uh, it's extremely important that uh, in November um, I, I want to tell you you need to go out and vote because your vote is your voice And if you don't want socialism here, then you need to go exercise uh, your right to vote and vote for the platform that um, lets you, uh, gives you opportunities. It's a lot of opportunities, so you have to uh, keep those opportunities. Not everybody is uh, the same. We're all created the same, but we are not the same. We're all different. We're all special. We all um, have different talents. We all have our different opinions and we all have our own uh, happiness to find and our own dreams to 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 uh, make real and we're not the same in that regard so it's important that we know that um, so I want to remind you that if you want to uh, let me know uh, what kind of uh, subjects you want me to talk about to please email me at the conservarican at gmail.com that's t-h-e c-o-n s-e-r v-a-r-i c-a-n at gmail.com and I hope that um, you are here again next Sunday too so we can um spend some time together and share ideas and talk about um, uh, different things that 
that you want to uh, discuss with me. And um, I really enjoy uh, sharing my Sunday mornings with you. So remember to always, always follow your dreams. Even when people tell you that they cannot come true, the important thing is that you know they can if you work for them. Thank you. God bless you. And God bless the United States of America. Until next Sunday. Bye-bye.